This podcast contains adult themes, language, and situations. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Pups and pup lovers listening in, you are listening to Off Leash, a definitely NSFW podcast about human puppy play and consensual sexual kinks. I am one of your hosts, Barely Normal, and with me is Canes. Hello. Hello. Awesome. And today's subject is hygiene. We all know that puppy that that's stinky, and we all know that there is a uh, so why is it important for puppies to be clean? So uh, we'll talk about uh, the mosh side of things um, first, um, because I want to talk. I want to talk to all the people that are at moshes. Um, all of them. Yes. Yes. All of right them now, right now. At the mosh. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Stop moshing and listen to this yes. now. <laughs> listen now. Um, yes. But basically, uh, you know, being a you know, I, I like musk myself. Um, and mm-hmm. there's a, just a big difference between a musk that is like good and just, you know, plain downright disgusting and haven't showered in like four or five days. Um, there's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a pungent smell at that point. And it's can be very distracting for actual pups that are there that are trying to, you know, be in headspace and, and try to enjoy their, you know, afternoon or, or whatnot. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's a difference. I, I get that everyone has their preferences and when you're home, you can be as smelly as you want. Um, but I would definitely during the, pup moshes and you know uh public events i would definitely encourage you to clean up and smell somewhat presentable um for when you're in close counters with other pups mm-hmm. that's all Agreed. that's my two cents like in the whole that's your, that's in, your... in the whole thing of this whole episode right. and, and, and a, we're done <laughs> and, and at a mosh you're gonna get sweaty and you're gonna get stinky at a mosh anyway Mm-hmm. So, yes. you know, if you start stinky, you're just going to make it worse. Uh, to me, that's that's my that's my feeling. I mean, there is nothing worse than. OK, OK. So as far as the odor goes. I don't know if you have ever gone to a card den where they play at the back of a comic book shop where they play magic. Oh yes. And, mm-hmm. and, and there's all those teenage boys in there and it just smells like body odor and desperation because it's just terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. <laughs> and if I go to a mosh or something like that and I smell that smell immediately, I'm like, I, I can't be here. But if I start, I mean, I've attended a couple of moshes and and just to, to kind of throw toys around and whatnot. But if you if the smell is bad to begin with, it's a turnoff to me. Yes. 
It, it can be. Um, and and it that that's what I'm like saying. So like when when you're a puppy in a headspace, and you know even if you're into Musk, there's some some Musk that is just too strong, and it will actually pull you out of like headspace, for instance. Um, mm-hmm. and so. And there's definitely a difference between like Musk and what we're talking about, um, because yes, um, I'm sure Loki has you know some you know two cents in this as well. No, yeah, there's a yeah, because I enjoy Musk. I enjoy certain kinds of Musk, um, and certain people's Musk because depending on what you eat, it changes the smell. Mm-hmm. Um, Much like you your semen tastes it'll different. Just like if you, you, whatever you eat, your semen tastes different too. Correct. It's usually a lot more bitter and salty if you have a meat heavy diet and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, pineapple, darling, pineapple. Um, I eat a lot of pineapples. But yes, I can vouch. Um, but what I can say is that, you know, there's a difference between even really strong musk and just flat out bo if it is burning your nose because it's so pungent that is not oh, wow. musk that is bo if it physically right. burns your nostrils no it, you need to wash you nasty hoe no offense yeah. love you all but that's fucking but, gross yes take a shower at least once a day please i will i will pressure wash you <laughs> with consent We'll we'll take you outside to the backyard and use a I, garden I hose. Yes, or I'll take you out, or I'll you know just take you to the local fire department, and I'll just use one of the hoses off the truck. Um, that would you know, at the very least throw them in the pool for a while. The chlorine will kill a lot of it. Yeah, so, <laughs> gonna, well, that's, that's, that's another that's thing. Going though. To, that's going to mess that's, up all the chemicals in that pool. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> that's another thing though. Is that. They're gonna have to just like shock the entire thing and close the pool. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is another thing though, is that I wanna state this because it's evidently a major issue at cons. Rinse off before you go to the pool, please. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Yes. There mm-hmm. are two different types of pool sanitization services. There is chlorine based. And then there is saline based. And if mm-hmm. you are stinky and gross and sweaty, then it's going to stick to that saline and it's not going to kill it. Mm-hmm. If you go into chlorine, it fucks it all up and then it gunks up the pump, like the pumps and shit. And then it never, mm-hmm. it's completely nasty from that point on. Yeah. And, and they say, take a rinse off shower before you go in the pool. They always say that. And everybody goes, why? I'm not dirty. But you are. Yes, you are. You don't know that you're dirty, but you're dirty. That's just the way it is. Body oils. breaks down chlorine. All the products that everybody uses, especially the gay boys when they put, you know, 400 pounds of product in their hair and on their crotch and bleach their asshole and all that stuff gets in the pool. I mean, come on. And if you're so, in a fur con, so I have, 90% I have, of them are gay boys. So Yes. So so, so I, have, wait, I have... I heard something about changing ringtones. Changing ringtones? What? Did you know bleaching your asshole is technically changing your biological ringtone? 
There's a ringtone. Oh, uh, yeah, the tone, the color, yeah. the tone of your ring. <sighs> oh. <laughs> oh. Remind, remind me to gag him and tie him up to a chair. Thanks for sometime. tuning in. It's oh, been yes, great. Please. I have been barely normal. This has been no. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. Ed scene. Yes. So. Um, okay. okay. So. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna I was gonna talk about um you know talking about like the chemicals. So like for instance, right. uh we have a hot tub uh where I live and uh it's a salt water um type of um Ooh. chemical. So it it's not necessarily okay. um it's not necessarily like your your normal chlorine based hot tub. You and, should never right. chlorinate hot tubs to begin with. Well you you do light chlorination for hot tubs. Um, that's, that's what's normal, uh, normal, but the, uh, mm-hmm. salt water is a lot, it's still clean. It still is, you know, it, it's just a, um, different type of, um, chemical thing, but, mm-hmm. um, even just like it, wearing a wetsuit. Yes. So, so even including suit, yes. like where, like, no, 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 not like a wetsuit, but like a swimsuit. Okay. When right. you wear a swimsuit you're washing that swimsuit and it has detergent on it right so that detergent then goes into the water when you get in mm-hmm. um and so we actually have a rule like if you're needing a swimsuit we will provide you one that is not laundered and is just basically for those like they're just rinsed off they're not actually like there's no detergent or soap that's used for it um it's just kind of washed off in the chemicals of the the hot tub or pool that you're going in that's what mm-hmm. basically keeps them clean um mm-hmm. and we only do that for you know select people um most of the time we just go in naked um mm-hmm. because it's easier and it's less harsh on the on the actual uh hot tub with the chemicals and uh the and it's way more fun and it's just way more fun yes correct yes <laughs> especially with the jets in the right spot it's way more fun uh Yes. <laughs> Just don't stick your dick in I have it. a favorite spot. I have a favorite that, spot in my hot tub. No one else gets to sit there when I'm in the hot tub. Like, is this what's wrong with jet? Barely? He's, he, it's a specific jet, yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, got it. <laughs> so, so let's, let's get to the, we have all, well, probably the three of us, and I'm sure lots of people listening at this point have encountered that bottom that doesn't know how to prep or that top with the uncut cock that doesn't know how to clean properly. So why is this so difficult for folks? It's, it's just not talked about. So, so, and, and there, there's, there's a reason why we're bringing this up. Um, That's right. Because it's because, not been talked about and we need to talk about it. Yeah, we do need to talk about it. Um, it's, it's one thing to like, again, if you need help or questions, come feel free to talk to me, Loki, or barely. We have a whole Telegram yep. chat that I'm sure will help you in any questions that we can ask or answer we can, for you. you can DM us if you want to. Yes, DM. It yeah. doesn't matter. I'm always, always going to be open for DMs, um, especially in this like type of topic. Like if you're needing also help or... Just- um, 
if you're if you're needing help for like what to buy or how to do something or you know uh if you're trying to figure out how to shave for the first time like that's a whole thing um that wait you know, loki you didn't know how to shave no i'm saying they can come to me oh okay <laughs> He, Kane said, "If you didn't know how to shave for the first time," and Loki pointed to himself. I'm like, "Wait, wait a minute, what?" Yes, was that also, not a course in your class at your at your college? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> his puppy, his puppy. Go back classes. to episode one, folks. Go yes, back to episode yes, one, and you'll yes. find out that. Um, um, but basically, <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, shaving one one. Yeah. So, like, the we'll 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 talk with you know the first topic of, you know, uh, bottoms and like prepping for, you know, yes. bottoming or whatever is seen you're doing kink wise. Um, it's very important to prep and be prepared for that scene. Um, mm -hmm. and yes, when you're doing something like that, um, shit does happen. It's Quite literally. Yep. yeah. It does literally happen. Um, it's okay. It's not at the end of the world. Go shower together, Trust me. and As, you know right, yeah. it's 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 going to happen you again. Can continue in the shower. Yeah, exactly. Just continue yes. in the shower and just kind of yep. go. Just move the party over there, um, mm -hmm. and if wave your hands in the air, stick to derriere, like you know, whatever. <laughs> um, if you have any questions though, or if you like feel embarrassed about it, please don't, because I had it happen to me on both ends mm -hmm. um and i almost cried when it happened it happens well with it's literally everyone it's not it's everyone I, it's not something that is literally like oh only specific to you or only specific to no. to like this right. specific kink it is everyone deals with it even straight couples that are trying yes. it for the first time deal with this same issue um mm -hmm. and like it doesn't matter. You're still going to have to clean if it's a vagina, a butt, um, a dick. Um, if it's, I don't know, an, a tentacle, um, <laughs> you you should probably clean it. Um, yes. And clean it. Yes. Clean it. Clean it. Um, so like for instance, you know, uh, the, the, the basics of like prepping for a bottom would be like, um, learning how to douche. So learning mm -hmm. how to uh, fill a bulb up with water and uh, getting that up inside of inside of you, waiting for a few mm -hmm. seconds, pooping it out. Um, and mm -hmm. basically you rinse and repeat until the water is clear that's coming out. Um, right. and, and to be to be honest, this is not pretty. This is not no, a pretty subject. No, no, no it's, not. it's not a pretty subject at all, a unless you're into scat, which is a subject totally different than what we're talking about but it's not a pretty subject and a lot of guys are very embarrassed about it i mean i know that i had um, a guy that i was was chatting with for a long time and we've played around a couple of times and we've never done anal and he told me just recently he says the reason i've never bought him for you is because i don't know how to prep yeah it's it's a big and i was thing. like no yeah. one talks about this in the gay community exactly. because it's embarrassing or it's right. it's like a not normal conversation. Um, right. Even though it should be. It should, it be. should be. It should be yes. taught in school exactly. about safe sex. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> safe sex. Deuce your ass. Deuce your 
your pussy. Whatever it is yes. that you have, do yes. shit. Yes, do it's shit. Like, Clean it out. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. For the love of God. And they make they make lots of tools for this. Oh, yes. There, there are, the, there, there's, there are there's, attachments to showers. Yes. So there's a shower shot. There's uh, the regular bulb style. There's, uh, I mean, I've seen people make literally water bottles and, you know, jerry rig um, something yeah, okay. for. To be completely honest, I'm not even going to say I'm not. I was that one person when I was a teenager with another friend that was a teenager, both concerning. Nothing was illegal in that situation. Just right. to clarify, um, I used to take the uh, like the uh, the purified water bottles, like the sixteen point seven ounce or whatever. And then what I would do is I would take a nail, like a galvanized nail, and then run mm-hmm. it through the top, and then I would just like push it up against it and just. <laughs> yep, yep, that's that's literally like that's that's a way to do it and then you just reuse that water bottle for the entire session until you're you know cleaned out um and then throw that water bottle away do not take it on the dance floor with you do not that drink out of it no 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 no. there there is a thing called backwash and that's for mouths but there's the same principle happens in the other side sometimes so poor canes is just losing it right now (laughs) i'm so Talking and about there's actually backwash. <laughs> there is actually there is actually uh there's a there's a website that sells sex toys and stuff for the gay community called Fort Trough. Uh, now that you oh, now that we website. mentioned it, Fort yes. Trough, please sponsor us. Thank you very much. Yes, <laughs> um, they send us gear to check out and try. Yes, because we love you, Fort Trough. But they yes. actually make a device that goes on the top of a water bottle, and they they bill it as. Throw this in your go bag when you're going to the gay clubs for for, you know, you can take a water bottle from the bar, go to the bathroom, douche out. You're ready to go. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it, they remind me of the uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but like, you know, um, oh God, there were like there's things to fill up like the itty bitty water balloons that you'd like screw on to the right. uh, yes. like the water faucet outside. Uh-huh. That's yep. that's what they remind water me balloon, of. Water yeah. balloon uh yeah. kits. Like that the they little had. fill nozzle thing. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, you know, and worst comes to worst, go to Walmart and pick one of those up, screw it on the top of your water bottle, douche out, you're good to go. I oh, mean I can tell you that doesn't I, work from oh. experience. The threads oh, are not tried. the same. Yes. <laughs> but but anyway, but so Stop to your water hose outside and just there you go. Please Stick do it to your not water do hose. that. No, um, no, don't, please like don't do that. That's too much water pressure. Like, OK, so let, let's let's talk about like how inside. let's talk about how to do it. OK, because okay, let's start I, with that. Yes. I, I definitely, you know, let's let's broad terms. Uh, obviously, this is going to be different for everyone. Um, right. Depending on how much water, how much pressure, what size nozzle, uh, er- everything is very customizable and you're going to want to experiment with this. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like, okay, that person's going to come over and fuck me tonight. You know what? I need to start learning how to prep. So I'm going to prep tonight. Right. Don't do that. Do Don't it. do that. No. Yeah. Like do it on your own when you're not like pressured onto, um, Onto basically anyone, um, like coming over or performing for for you know that that act, 
um, mm-hmm. do it on your own with no pressures and just kind of like see how it goes for the first couple times. Um, mm-hmm. because it's always going to react differently with your body. Um, there's different amounts of water that you can use for the, um, the amount of playtime or how deep you're going into mm-hmm. that canal. Um, so, um, the general rule of thumb is like one bulb full is basically going to be like a two to three hour play session, um, mm-hmm. somewhere, somewhere in there. Um, and then if you're doing like a really long play or like just wanting it to last a lot longer, like an all night thing, like you're spending the night and you want it to be there in the morning as well, I would do a deep clean. And that's usually like seven to nine bulbs full. And these mm-hmm. bulbs hold, I think it's like uh, close to a, a pint of water, um, mm-hmm. basically. It I depends on the bulb. Well, it depends on the mm-hmm. bulb, but I think it's about a pint or something like that. So, um, for example, this one specifically, which you own one that is identical to this one. Um, As do I. Yes. Identical correct. to that one. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, I believe that they are 12 ounces. Okay. So, so okay. 12 times eight, um, is, correct. is a lot of water and yes. so you, you, you want to go slow with this. You don't just mm-hmm. out the gate, put a hundred ounces of water in your anus and expect it to all no. go hunky dory. Um, right. It's not going to, and you're going to be on the toilet for a very long time. Um, yes. I would, yeah. I would also like to state that if you were doing like fisting or something like that, and you are doing a deep clean or even just a really, really long session, um, start in the morning because you will start and you'll be fine and then your stomach will do a little gurgle thing and that's mm-hmm. the water moving from the colon to the anus um because there's a little like 90 degree bend um mm-hmm. and then if it's like a really really deep clean which sometimes you need it um and it goes into the very end of the lowest portion of the large intestine which if you're doing anything over i think medically speaking anything over like 26 inches um or i think 24 inches 24 and above i think it's 24 inches is is yeah, basically where you start needing to that's where your do... colon ends and you yeah. start going into the large intestine um because your anus is only about six inches and then roughly and then the rest goes into your colon your colon is about 10 inches yes correct barely yes. you're doing the math correctly mm-hmm. yes okay <laughs> your like, elbow like... so where your elbow is if i remember correctly in terms of like you know sizing to me and you um where your elbow is which i have really long arms but where your elbow is, I believe that would start if you extend your fingers. It should be your fingers would be inside the large intestine. It'd be about okay. it'd be about sixteen inches for that. Yeah. So sixteen. Okay. So 16, depending on the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like obviously size to, definitely changes everything. Um, yeah, it's like size does matter when it comes inches. to this. Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily how you know 
big your arm is. It's more of the bottom right. and how lengthy their torso is. Um, Correct. Sure. Um, sure. And, and, and stick with water temperature about 70 degrees. I would say you, it's not, you, it's yeah, not body, body temperature. Temp- it's not, it's not because body temperature actually can be too hot for people, especially into their yes. anal cavity. Correct. So that's, that's why you want to go from, you don't want to go above body temp ever. Um, right. And I can say that medically speaking, when cleaning out, um, if you go around like 68 to 70, yes, it's going to be cold as fuck when it goes in. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you do technically clean out a lot better because mm-hmm. it causes your entire body to uh, contrict, con- constrict, constrict and then expand. And then it kind mm-hmm. of like froths itself on the inside. Right. And then you let it out and it gets like the grooves a lot better. Um, if you're wanting, if you don't mind spending a little bit more time and you would rather it be less, I guess, uncomfortable in some ways. Um then going for like 80-ish degree temperature, 75 mm-hmm. to 80, is usually a sweet spot where it's not really too cold. But Like a cooler shower temperature. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, And, and to be fair, you know, if you're going to, if you plan on bottoming at, say, 7 o'clock at night, cleaning out at 7 o'clock in the morning before you go to work is, is not the best time because no. you're eating, you've got a lot of things. You know, take some time before you go out at that night to finish up. And now there are there are vitamins out there. There are things to keep if you keep a, a as Loki had said earlier, if you have a if you have a heavy meat centric diet, your your output, if you will, will be different than if you have a vegetarian type diet. And yes, the more so you like- keep things flowing the easier it will be for you to douche out as a bottom. Yeah. So there's, there's definitely a uh, bottom diet versus, um, you know, a a top top diet. diet. (laughs) It's a, it's a whole, it's a whole meme of all sorts of different, uh, things. But here's the thing. If you're going to bottom that night, don't go to, you know, uh, Chipotle. Chipotle and just, you know, eat a big gigantic mound of, you know, beans oh, and oh. everything that might not be good or spicy food. Yeah. Like spicy oh. food is usually something that you want to stay away from if you're going to bottom. Okay. Yes. First of well, all, stop Loki's calling me out. That's rude. Second oh. of all, no one said your name. <laughs> rude. He's looking right at me. Rude. I'm not looking. We're looking at, at the you. camera. I mean, come on. <laughs> We can't look at anybody else. <laughs> Second of all, I feel like that was partially pointed towards me because we were no, going to do stuff. And that, I was that like, I not, want spicy Mexican food. And that we were is like, not. I don't want that if I'm going to bottom later. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> point being, um, outside of that, yes. what I'm stating is that um, it, it really does depend on the person. Um, and I say that because there are safe, um, safe options. Um, mm-hmm. as to what to eat, but you definitely do not want to starve yourself because then you're no. going to have a hell of a lot more issues if you just don't eat that day or, Absolutely. you know, cause, yeah. 
Because like that goes into medical issues. Like if someone's diabetic, then they don't have their sugar that they need. And if someone mm-hmm. is uh, anemic, then they have to have their medication. And they also have to have food to help support that. Or if they're um, if they have any other form of medication, right, that they have to eat with, then you know don't mm-hmm. skip out on that. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure you have the fuel that your body needs to have the energy to do things later on or else you're going to be lethargic and not only that but if you don't eat and say that you were a switch for the night right um or first rather um potentially a switch to they're technically two different terms um but say you were to do that right you don't want to be not eating and then have issues later on because not eating can also cause a temporary ED erectile dysfunction um, Mm -hmm. along with other issues like that. But it's all, you know, you really need to make sure that, you know, if you know something really messes with your stomach, obviously don't eat it if you're going to bottom later. However, Mm -hmm. um, personally, again, personally does not go for everyone. I have eaten so many fucked up shit in my life. (laughs) That I will, I if I want to, I will literally eat Mexican food all day and then bottom that night for like six hours mm-hmm. if I really wanted to, and it doesn't mess with me. That's not but for you everyone. know your body. That's, no, yeah, that's not exactly. for everyone. <laughs> no, but you know Who your like body, me, and you, if you know like me. What can be? And can I be. cannot yeah. do that. If if I am bottoming, I have to eat like salads and like light dressing, <laughs> not spicy. Um. Like, because, because I have like issues with spicy food in general, like I love spicy food. Don't get me wrong. I love spicy food, but yeah, when it coming, when it's coming out, it's not great. Um, and no, no, it's not great. I would also like to point that out too. Um, if, if you are eating Mexican food a couple days before and you know, it takes a couple days and then it literally feels like your ass is on fire regardless of how spicy food it was, um, don't clean out and once you think it's done and then do it because it has been proven that capsaicin can stick in the colon and can stick in the anus through the fecal matter. So people that don't know capsaicin is the chemical that makes peppers hot. That's what Mm -hmm. makes your mouth feel hot. It's the capsaicin and peppers and capsaicin and spices. My dick that is can starting stick to around. sting a little bit. <laughs> Just hearing yeah. about this. <laughs> that can stick around um, in the anal cavity, in the colon cavity, and it's been known to have small traces left in the, um, in the large intestine, but it breaks all the way down. Well, it doesn't break all the way down. It passes through easier in the small intestine. So... I don't know if any of you have ever had, say, jalapenos eating nachos and had fresh jalapenos on it, and then you don't mm-hmm. think about it, touch your dick. That's basically what's going to happen. Yeah, um, that's this is why I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So yeah, I'm clean good. out obviously. Wait clean a out. day. Yes. Make sure it's clean out again. Good. Clean out again, mm-hmm. and then you can go. Yeah. Yeah. Do not give it a day. No, and, and you know, there's there's nothing worse from a top's point of view than pulling out and having a butter bean on your dick. So, you know, be sure that you've taken a good poop before you bottom, even if you've cleaned out. Yes. Poop again. So, you know, and then you can and, and if you're a good gay, you've got a bidet in that bathroom. 
So you yeah. can take a good poop and then then clean with a bidet a little bit. So so yeah. yeah. So when are we getting one installed? Uh, the the roommate already has one. Ah, I don't want to have one. In, we have three bed. We have three bathrooms in our house. We have we have a bidet in each place. We we are probably going to switch out my toilet to a bidet. Yes. Um. At some point, because so. heated seat. All good yes, games should be have a bidet. Seat. Yes. yes, it's it's going to be days with a and a little and it gives you a little breeze at the bottom to dry yep. it off. L- if, you're, little, if you get the really fan. good one, yep. Mm-hmm. Heated yep. Fan. And we we need to make sure we get the one with heated water because I don't want to have cold no, ass water. No, shot. definitely not. Nope, Mm-mm. I'm gonna cry. Nope. <laughs> actually, actually, the ones I have are all just right off the toilet water and it, it the, the the supply line, and after like one time you're used to it it's like yeah that's no problem it's like anything else you know it's like I, I it's get like getting way a... too cold way too easy okay okay i got i got i gotta tell you i gotta tell you something okay yes. i've got a um a, a manzillion a manzillion yes he did i got a manzillion Ooh. and without me yeah okay okay we we were trying to do it when he was me. visiting um yes and so there was like basically I was I was really tired of shaving, and I basically uh-huh. was like, you know what, I'm gonna try it. I, I literally the the place canceled our appointments after I begged him for like two weeks because I told him I wanted to do it when I went over there, and I was like, mm-hmm. it'd be great if you would drive me on a day off because I didn't have a car, and I was like, that'd be amazing if you could. I appreciate it, and I was like, well, do you want to go? Because I'll pay for your service if you would like to try it out. And I literally fucked around for two weeks, and I even made our appointments, and he was mm-hmm. like. At that point, I literally had to like force him. And then when it came up to like the night before, he's like, I don't, I don't know if I want to go tomorrow. I'm too scared. And then I was like, you can do it. It's not going to be and that then, bad. And then our appointments were canceled twice uh, on two, the day of two different okay. places, canceled our appointments twice in two different days. And so anyways, I went there. I did it. It's not bad. I was so pleasantly surprised at like so, it's not actually that bad. So for our listeners that don't know what a um what that is, that is, is getting waxed basically on the top of your it's the pubic area. Yeah, the on the pubic t- area portion of the balls, pelvic bone, the testicles, the shaft, the, the underside space in between the balls and the asshole, otherwise known as the gooch. And then the, or the crack taint. itself, mm-hmm. correct. And then the okay. crack itself, not the actual butt cheeks, but the crack. Okay. And right. getting waxed. Okay. And does it does it feel good afterward? After. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, yes, there is a little bit of pain. You're pulling I mean, out. You're yeah. literally ripping yeah. hair, ripping you're hair literally out. Ripping so hair yes, of course. But think of it's course. not. It's not as bad as I was thinking it was going to be. I told you it wasn't. Which I, I'm a big baby when it comes to pain. Like someone pinches me, and I'm about ready to punch them. Um, oh. because like no to self, like... do not pinch Kane while fucking him. Okay. Yes, correct. So Note to I, self, okay. pinch him on the back like right where his like neck meets his shoulders and just okay just right so as let's balls deep so let's so let's move to the front we've talked about the back so let's move to the front okay and okay. the hygiene for the tops okay so, so 
proper trimming is is you know really a good thing. Well, it's okay. it's nice if you're trimming. If let, you're yeah, not, if you're, if you're if you're all natural, it's okay. But let me mm-hmm. specify. What? It, there's a lot of personal preference when it comes to oh yes, trim, very, very shave, much so. yes. not shave, absolutely all that stuff. So absolutely, what yeah. I will say is that if you are known for having certain abrupt odors, mm-hmm. even if you clean everything really well. They make products for like ball deodorant and things like mm-hmm. that to help mitigate that smell. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, I will say this there is two reactions to the body. If you were to shave or wax, you're either going to smell stronger or you're not going to smell as much. It's, most okay. of the time, you're not going to smell. As much, you're not going to create as much pheromones as you would if you are producing hair and have hair. So, so the um, hair actually l- makes the odor stick to you more. Yes. So. Okay. And sticks um, to the hair itself. It sticks to the hair okay. itself is why it becomes uh, such a such an issue. But if okay. you literally, if you like shave your balls and shave your crotch area, you'll notice. Wow, it's way like easier to clean and keep clean and smelling good. It's weird, mm-hmm. um, but it's true. But there are but there are guys that like the full, the bush. full bush. Oh yes, the, yes, well, yes, yes. again the seventies bush. Okay, yes. so I mean, you know, there's, there's nothing there's... wrong with that whatsoever. It just takes right. more cleaning and Work. more preparation. Welcome to Vietnam. <laughs> Welcome to Vietnam. Is that what you said? <laughs> you said seventies. Okay. So I well, mean... that's what I call a seventies bush. I mean, you look at pornos from the seventies, and oh there is God. there the is no stash. trimming no. whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's there's also like the like seventies <laughs> porn stash where it literally looks like they're a child predator nowadays. That sounds awful, but oh right, yeah, I, I mean that's... it's it's pretty valid. That's that's a pretty valid statement. They look like they it's were child predators. Statement. Yeah, child predators. The porn stash. Hey, little yes. boy, you want some candy? No. Uh, so let's. <laughs> um, so uh, moving on. Um, moving so on. Say say that you're like uncut. Okay. Right. So something something that um, people might not realize is a lot of people don't aren't told how to clean um, their right. their foreskin, um, mm-hmm. especially when they're uncut, because again, it's not as common. Um, right. And in America, well, in, in general, um, it's not as prevalent pretty much in most, I would say most places it's not as prevalent. There are a couple pocket areas that it is a lot more so, but mildly invalid. I'm saying in general, not. There's, I, there's, just, there's like 85%. It's been a study. It's like 85 to 90% of Germany is considered uncut. It's actually really uncommon for them to not be uncut. That's what I'm saying in specific areas in the world. Right. But for the yeah. general population, America's men, like the only one that genuinely <laughs> circumcises their babies. What about Asia? 
Asia actually like... usually isn't circumcised either. They circumcise them for porn because it's less likely for them to get STDs because you're more likely to contract STDs with a foreskin. Really? Only time they do it. Okay, I uh, I have to I have to say right now a disclaimer: Loki is not a medical doctor. Yes, I am not. How, but I have however, done a lot of research. <laughs> Just but disclaimer. Anyways, right so, anyway. anyways, beside the point. <laughs> yes. If you're cut or uncut, uncut people, I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> We're talking to you. So when you're showering, you need to pull the foreskin back. And wash behind your head and make sure yes. that there's water and soap in the back there and actually mm-hmm. scrub it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Use like, antibacterial and don't use any abrasive materials. Trust well, me, you're yes, gonna... don't use an abrasive if, material. If, if, I'm if talking you need about... someone to come to your house and you are local and you need someone to clean your foreskin, you can always call me. And I will mm-hmm. do it for free. I may also up, blow you in the shower. But. Which which brings up a point. So hygiene and hygiene habits can be a form of foreplay. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Very much so. So you can, I mean, you know, you bring your bottom over. You can, you know, if you have a discussion and you talk about it and you say, we'll work together in the shower to clean both of us so that we're nice and clean and, and fresh. And, and, you know, if it's, again, if it's, if it's the, the, if it's the random grinder hookup, that's on the person mm, to take care not of it. So much, not so much, but if it's yeah. somebody that you have a relationship with and, and, and trust and know, you could totally have this whole hygiene thing as part of your, your playtime. Yes, very much so. Oh, uh, I, I mean, me, yeah. me and Loki have, you know, done a lot in uh, in the shower, um, mm-hmm. including, you know, basically going full on sex in the shower um, instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, just prepping instead of just prepping. It's just, well, let's just do it. <laughs> um, so because right. yeah. like, to be fair, water is a terrible lube. So don't ever well, use I mean, water as a why, lube. That's why you use silicone lube. Silicone right. lube is Doesn't really, really down. nice in the shower. And you also but don't be have careful to deal because the on the floor, it will yes. make you slip and you can fall. So be careful yes. with silicone yes. lube in the shower. Needs to be said. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely for sure. You use, if you do not want to have to worry about cleaning up, you can also use water based lube, but you have to reapply yes. a lot. Lot. Shower. A lot. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring back to the, to the, to the uncut cock. Canes, you're uncut. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Loki, are you uncut or cut? I am cut, but I have as a major it, preference. I, I am cut as well. So, Keynes, who taught you how to clean? Uh, I actually learned it from... Oh, this was years and years ago. Um, but basically, one of my neighbors actually um, saw that I was uncut, and then he basically... <laughs> um, Okay. Hold okay, we up. have to we how have to we have to unpack see? that one. Yeah. It's like how did your neighbor see you uncut? Okay. So this neighbor was a little bit older than me. This was years and years ago. Okay. This was like when I was 14, 13, 14 years old. Um and he, he was also like just a little bit older than me, like maybe a year or two older than me. But he literally we hung out all the time. 
Um, and he was in high school. I was basically like in high school too. I was like a freshman. He was like, I think a junior at the time. Um, but basically, uh, we're hanging out at this place. Um, we went in the pool, um, and basically his mom wanted us to like get ready for dinner quickly or like we were going out to dinner or something. And, uh, he basically was like, okay, we'll just shower together real quick. And then like, just, you know, go and get ready for, you know, uh, the thing. And it wasn't that awkward. Like we, we've done a lot more worse things back then than, you know, just showering together. We literally have seen each other naked a lot, but he was like, he was like, um, he was like, oh, you should wash your foreskin. And literally he just, you know, took my foreskin and pulled it back. And I was like, what? I didn't even know it was supposed to do that. Um, and so (laughs) it didn't come with a manual. What the hell? Exactly. No one tells you how to do this, but basically he was like, Oh, he's like, Oh yeah. You know, you just want to clean this out every day. And I was like, Oh, okay. Didn't know that. So then I started doing it and it, it, it depends on how cut you are or versus like, I'm sorry, how uncut you are. Cause there's different types of like, there's different. How could you have degrees of uncut? Okay, I have to. Okay. I have to unpack different this one degrees too. of like the length of the foreskin is what yes. he's referring okay. to. So, so okay. there's some that have a little bit more or less foreskin. So it can, uh, and it depends on the 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 person. Because um, if they're not jerking off um, with pulling their foreskin back and forth type of thing, and they're mm-hmm. just keeping the foreskin over, they can form. I don't know the medical term, but basically it hurts them to actually pull it back. Um, mm-hmm. And so their frenum, stre- their frenum doesn't stretch. It becomes stagnant. Yes. Yeah. So it does take practice to actually do this as well, especially if you're like very new to, you know, cleaning and like doing things with, you know, other men. Um, you might not have that skin malleable enough to actually pull it back so you need to work on that slowly like get it Mm -hmm. to the point where it can move up and down you know in Mm -hmm. whatever fashion um without hurting you um Mm -hmm. but definitely work on that yeah no i've I've known a couple of guys when we've hooked up and they're they're uncut and you go to pull their foreskin back and they're like no no don't don't do that it hurts yeah well then okay I'm sorry, but things on your dick shouldn't hurt. Yes, correct. But like, that's the thing is no one talks about this. Literally no one talks about this. And, and the, the problem is you have such a naive class of individuals and then they like try to get into the, like these sexual environments. And then they're like, this doesn't feel that great. And it's because they're, Mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're, they're, little piece of skin is literally hurting them because they're not, they're not actually like properly doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. They're not taking mm-hmm. care of themselves. Okay. Loki, you seem very frustrated with this conversation. What's wrong? No, it's it, no, it's, it's not the conversation. Oh, <laughs> he's, it's not he's, the conversation. He's sexually aroused with the fact that, uh, we're talking about uncut. Um, Oh, he okay. he loves uncut cock. He is very oh. very um he has a preference. So like any uncut guys that are, you know, 
really good looking, hit up Loki. He will absolutely take all of your uncut uh, photos um, of your dick at any given point, and he will jerk off to them all the time. Um, and he will. He likes... And he will clearly come to the show. Yes. And, and he's uh, literally hard right now. Um, he's literally hard right now. Yes, he is. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just it's just kind of the 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 topic of you know this is 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 a turn on for for very like uh for some people it's it's a very like they they want that more so um right. and the reason why is cuz like okay so some of the things that I'm just going to tease Loki for a little bit right they now they taste different so okay. yes they taste different but also they're very very fun um so um uncut you're more sensitive so like, mm-hmm. um, my dick is very sensitive on the tip. Um, yes. More so than any cut guy will ever experience. Um, yes, Fair enough. it is true. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be also overstimulation. Um, so like, uh, the thing that might people might not know is like, again, uncut, you do have, more sensitivity so like it could be too much sensitivity and you could actually find it getting soft because of it um Mm -hmm. or hurting or or whatnot but something to do is really fun and loki loves doing this to me um is he sticks his tongue in between my foreskin and the head inside Mm -hmm. and just rolls his tongue around the inside Mm -hmm. of it Mm-hmm. Just gets it nice and luby and wet and moist in there, and then he just kind of circles it. Mm-hmm. Which, if you are not hygienic and haven't cleaned that, that can be a problem. Yes, correct. Yeah, the phrase "dick cheese" is a thing. Yes. <laughs> I remember Kane's telling me a story about a guy that uh, had a lot of dick cheese, and you had to explain to him how to clean his cock. Um, yes but yeah yeah <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> repulsive i literally went home after that i was like i can't no Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. nope mm-hmm. sorry yep 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 there it is does it feel better now that way loki <laughs> does it feel better pointed up as opposed to just pointing straight out He's but, just gonna no. hide. So he's gonna hide now. He's gonna go down below camera level. So yeah. So yeah. So running the tongue around the rim, the rim, the head, underneath yeah. the the foreskin. But now some guys, when they get hard and they're uncut, the foreskin doesn't cover the head, and that Correct. depends, like you said, the the, the length favorite. of the the length of uh, foreskin, if you will, over the cock head. Yes. So that, that is my favorite. Like when they are like fully aroused and they have like mm-hmm. the last like third of the end of the glands like showing and then it's like basically skin tight the rest of the way. It's... Mm-hmm. That's that's your primo dick. He's shaking his head. Yes. It's like, OK, especially if they like curve up a little bit. Yeah. Well, everybody's cock curves. I've never seen a perfectly straight cock anywhere ever. So. I, everybody's curves a little bit. I mean, it's just, it's human nature. So mm. let's get to some other things with hygiene. Now there are certain kinks 
that come with other specific hygiene needs. There's scat, there's diapers, there's cutting, there's suspension. All that kind of stuff requires different types of hygiene. I don't yes. know if you have participated in any of those type of activities before. All of them. Um, um, all of them. But You've done suspension? Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm I think, impressed. I think I have. Suspension as in, like, tying, right? No. Suspension as in, like, uh, pointy ho- fish hooks through your back and suspending you through your, you know what I mean, where they oh. actually... No, yeah, so that kind I of haven't. Suspension. I haven't done that, but I've seen. But you've people seen do it. it. Yes, yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. someone with a uh, with corset piercings. I've lifted someone yes. with so, corset so all piercings. of all of these I have done to a certain point of like I know about them, and I know mm-hmm. like kind of. Sorry, I've I've heard it called something else, and I can't remember what it was called. Um. It wasn't called suspension, so but it might, it, that, but might it be, is. that might be what it's called. But it I is. Just, yeah, okay. because they, they literally hoist you in the air after putting these huge fish hooks through your the muscles yeah. on your back. And it's just like, ah. I mean, I've seen they it done. Do and it it just, with, uh, you can have uh, dermal anchors put in. And, dermal anchor, um, yep. Yeah, for the people that mm-hmm. don't know, dermal anchors are basically like... Um, they're usually only about anywhere from a quarter to three-eighths inch long. Little flat bars. They make, usually they take a dermal punch, which is basically like a big, really, really shallow needle that they push in and twist a lot. And then it takes out a small little chunk of your skin. Um, they do it for like biopsy, skin biopsies and stuff like that for skin testing too. But it's also in the body modification world. Um but what they do is they do that and then they take a needle and they go onto one side and then they kind of like wiggle it around to create a cavity. And then they take that anchor and shove it in the cavity and then massage the skin. And it's got another piece that sticks on the other side. Mm-hmm. So you have a long one that sticks out on one side and directly opposite of that, they have a smaller leg that also hooks underneath the skin, even though they're flat and they lay underneath the skin. And then you put jewelry on the one spot that sticks out of that small dermal punch. Um, usually the dermal punch is only like hmm. equivalency to like, um, like a 16 gauge needle. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at like, uh, like 1.82 millimeters in diameter. Um, and then it both just sticks out and then they hook on jewelry so with corset piercings, they do them in line about three inches, anywhere from two to three inches, depending on the body, on each side of the spine. And then they anchor them in, and then they tie either rope, usually silk rope or silk ribbon, into them. And then they pull them tight, so that way it constricts the skin like a normal corset would, to give them the shape. Um, and then they tie it. And suspension, they use small rope, and they do the same thing, and then suspend them from the piercings. Hmm. So all that brings into focus okay. cleanliness. Cleanliness is very <laughs> so like so like uh, again for suspension for um you know cutting or needle play or knife play or anything like that. You're mm-hmm. wanting to have a very sterile environment. So like sounding is a very perfectly good uh 
explanation to this. And this might mm-hmm. get some people to start squirming a little bit because they might not know what sounding is or they do know and they've never done it. So because uh, mm-hmm. it maybe is a little freaky, but basically sounding is where they take a rod or something that uh, has a specific gauge and it goes into the urethra of the mm-hmm. um, person's dick and the pee hole, the pee hole, the pee hole. And yes, uh, basically it goes down inside like the length of your shaft. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes now, further. Yeah, sometimes further. But the mm-hmm. cleanliness is very important to this. Um, so you need to sterilize. And I mean, medically sterilize your uh Mm-hmm. toys your your toys that you're inserting into uh your urethra um mm-hmm. or you can cause serious medical issues if you don't and now it's not saying don't do it it's just saying have the proper tools and proper environment to do something do research and again if you need to talk to any of us to ask we are gladly here to help you in any regard to that fashion. We'll tell you how mm-hmm. to do it. Or if we don't know, we'll talk to someone who probably does and has that experience. We can find the answer. Yes. Yes. We we, we know <laughs> yes. a lot of people between all three of us. Um, Which also brings up another thing, too. So if you're topping somebody, you're essentially yeah. putting your penis inside their body. Yes. If your penis isn't clean, you can affect their health as well. Correct. Yes. So it's just not about everything. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's cleanliness on both sides. I mean, you can have the cleanest bottom in the world. If you have a smegma covered uncut cock and you fuck them, you're going to have all sorts of problems later on down the line. <laughs> I just think I made Keynes throw up. <laughs> yeah, just a just a little bit. Um, the word smegma is so if you it, OK, listeners, if you are by yourself and you're bored and want to understand what we're talking about, Google smegma and just that note, is the legal. That is the that is the medical term. Yes, for dick that, cheese, is, that is smegma. that is the yes. medical term for dick cheese. Yes. But if you want yes. to be grossed out for a little while and get very soft, I guarantee you will get soft unless you're into that. I know some people that are into it. Somebody um, are into that. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same people that watch the pimple popper person. I just I can't stand that show either. I mean, you know, but yeah, there's so, a certain group of people that like that kind of stuff. Yes, um, but anyways, there's a whole thing to look at if you want to look at some of the the Google research and uh, do some uh, yeah some things yourself. But yeah, so like scat, for instance, we'll just we'll recap just really quickly. Um, so like yeah, scat, a lot of times for for that type of play, it's a lot of like dietary um like because mm-hmm. basically they want they want the consistency to be a specific type or um. Mm-hmm texture or feel right. to it so there's very like okay this week you're going to eat this specific meal this meal plan mm-hmm. corn um corn no. in the freezer <laughs> um same thing same Straight in the freezer. same thing with diapers you know it, it's going to be very hygienic um you know make sure you're cleaning after you know you're um using that diaper throw it away don't keep it throw, don't don't reuse. recycle yeah, yeah don't, don't recycle, recycle those diapers no. no, um, you you need to get rid of them. Um, you know, uh, cutting again, uh, suspension. Very clean environments when you're doing those 
instrument, like those actual procedures of giving Mm -hmm. getting everything ready and everything. Make sure everything is very very sterile, um, because you don't want to cause infections or um, right uh, anything like that. I'm not a medical doctor, but I know there's a lot of um, things that you have to watch out. If if you are going to be doing, first of all, we all know kink is not cheap. Um, no, at all. If if you are going to be doing a lot of things that require sterilized metal, um, whether that's sounding and or you know whether that's cutting or needle play, whatever mm-hmm. the case, um, if you are using because I know some kinks, um, some kink stores, they don't use the uh like the disposable twist on needles for mm-hmm. syringes. They do not use those. They use basically like piercing needles, um, very very small piercing needles, um, almost like acupuncture acupuncture needles, um, and they're all made out of metal. And ninety nine percent of the time, they're three fifteen L, which is a stainless steel body safe stainless steel. Um, if you are going to be using a lot of metal products that need to be sterilized, what I recommend is yes it's expensive but i do recommend you getting an autoclave um i guarantee you if you do that and you're going you know you know say get them done you don't necessarily want to clean them at the you know when you finish or whatever put them in like a drawer obviously like not something that they're going to get like scratches or dents because you don't want to put you know scratched or dent things inside of you because that can cause tears and things like that yes um and it hurts. Exactly. Um, if if you are going to be doing that, though, and you don't necessarily want to clean them at that time, which I get it, I totally understand. Sometimes you just don't feel like it, or sometimes you get off and you just want to take a nap. I mean... Mm-hmm. That's true. I know I mean, a that's, few that's people. Very, very true. <laughs> and, but, but not only the stainless steel, but any toys that you use... Correct. As, as part of the hygienic thing, clean them when you're done. Correct. You know, it doesn't hurt to fill a sink <clears throat> full of soapy water, throw your silicone toys in there, let Make them sure soak the a little is bit. clean first. Well, yes. Wash them out, wash them off. And then a lot of a lot of adult stores actually sell a toy cleaner, which is kind of an antiseptic spray. You don't need it. You you, you don't. don't. So silly. What, what I don't. recommend you doing. Um, but don't just soap. use that is what I'm saying. Because a lot of people will Correct. buy that and use that as the cleaner only. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's like I can tell you step. for right now because they have done uh, bacterial fr- or bacterial analysis, right? So they've like taken a used toy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ask where. Um, they took uh, scrape samples of it and then they put it inside uh, like petri dishes to cultivate mm-hmm. bacteria. And then after they did that, they sprayed um, a mix of like Dawn dish soap with water. In it, they've done toy cleaner. They've done just straight tap water, distilled water, purified water, all kinds of different mm-hmm. things. And it's been shown that the actual toy cleaner, in most cases, actually doesn't even kill off half the bacteria that Dawn dish soap does. So, mm-hmm. what I recommend people doing is, you know, if they because Dawn dish soap is pretty cheap, mm-hmm. let's be honest, clean it once, you know, then you know, clean it again. If, you know, something happened, right? Stuff happens. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Happens all the time. It happens. Yep. Exactly. Um, In that case, I am weird. But I also have been around medical field a lot. Um, And I know that in a lot of cases in medical silicone that they use that gets reused, Mm -hmm. whether it's like medical uh, spatulas and stuff that they can't autoclave, they take 99% rubbing alcohol after cleaning it with dish. Like a mm-hmm. like Dawn, um, and then they do antibacterial Dawn, and then ninety nine percent rubbing alcohol, and get it sprayed and rinsed. Um, that being said, I normally do that with my toys, even if there wasn't an accident. I normally, you know, don't do so rubbing alcohol, let it air dry, you know, mm-hmm. with me fanning it, and then rinse it off one more time, and then get it really dry and and put them away. Yeah. Um, at that point, they are practically sterile obviously not because they're not in sterilized packaging right, and things like that sterilized sealed yeah but i mean that also comes to the fact if you are storing your toys try not to let silicones touch each other because there's a thing called silicone bleed and sometimes they will stick together and you don't want to say you have like two like 180 dollar toys and they're touching each other and then you go to pull them apart and it rips two giant chunks out of them yeah <laughs> yes. at that point you can't really use them because right they're porous at that point and they're more likely going to cause damage to you if not break off more inside of you and then you have a really big issue yes um, which again i know this probably shouldn't have to stuff be said happens. but i'm saying it stuff happens yes. if you exactly. need medical attention go see a go. doctor exactly yes i don't i cannot don't tell just you sit there think it'll get better yeah no <laughs> i cannot tell you how many times i was a cna for a er department that people were putting things inside them that did not have mm-hmm. a flared base, which means that the base is bigger than the thing that goes inside of you. Right. And they put it in and it didn't come out. And yes. they had to go to the doctor. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to them. I've been like, okay. Um, they're like, they're freaking out. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm so sorry. This is so awkward. I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, first of all, you need to be here. It's lodged up there. You could be septic if it's, you mm-hmm. know, in the anal tract and then the GI tract. Um, if it's up there, you could become septic and then you could die. Um, mm-hmm. Please go, um, first of all. Yes. Second of all, it happens literally all the time. I promise. I guarantee you if you go there, God forbid, you get something stuck up there or like the people that do uh, ovipository eggs. So the little like silicone eggs mm-hmm. that go all the way up. Mm-hmm. If they go all the way up and they don't come down in like an hour, you've got problems. Go yes. go get help because that means yes. it probably because your GI tract actually acts like a vacuum sometimes. Yes. Um, and it probably sucked sucks. it up into your. Yes. yes it probably sucked mm-hmm. it up into your large intestine. When then, yeah, you're going to have to get an endoscopy and then. Yep. All kinds of great oh. things. I promise it's not that bad. Just go. I promise they've seen it at least <laughs> once that week. At yes, that, that week. That's the thing. At is, least is th- this happens daily <laughs> at yes. medical facilities. You're not the first I, one to have this happen to you. If this happens, happens to you, you're to, not the first one. Yeah, it happens to males and females. I've had I oh yes, I had a female go in there that had a very long, thin rubber object. Mm-hmm. Um, not mentioning names, not mentioning what it actually was. Understood. Oh, we're good. Um, we're good. And it went past 
her vaginal canal and went into her cervix and then continued up her fallopian tubes. Um, mm-hmm. Ouch. So, Yeah, no, quick story. When I was in the Army, I was a medic, and I was in charge of the medical unit, which is where we what they call the holding unit, which is people that were sick or post-surgery were in there. And uh, as a medic, they taught you that body temperature is best taken anally because that's the best body temperature for a medical reason. And so they teach you to rest your hand on their buttocks and hold the thermometer because I remember the sergeant told me very specifically, your asshole will suck and it will suck that thermometer up inside you. And so shortly after that, I was uh, probably about two years later, I was a sergeant. I was in charge of the unit and I had a brand new PFC and he's taking this guy's temperature, a big Marine. And he stuck the thermometer in, turned around to take a note and came back and he's looking, and I'm watching him and he's looking all around like he's looking for the thermometer. And I said, private, what's the problem? He says, I lost this thermometer. And the Marine says, I can tell you where it's at. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so there's a reason that, yeah, like you said, it will suck it up in there. And uh, so be careful, be be very, very careful. I want to close out on something that we haven't touched on. We've talked about all the, the little fun bits of our bodies for hygiene, but there's non-fun bits that need to be taken care of as well. Brush your teeth, use mouthwash, wash your face, wash your hands. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you this now. Uh-huh. If you are planning on sucking someone's dick, mm-hmm. do not use mouthwash. Okay. Only brush your teeth. You can use mouthwash, mouse, mouthwash after. Do not or do mouse it before. Wash. Sure, yeah, that too. Or just um, wait. You just wait, like you know, thirty, wait, forty minutes, yeah. like because after. Yeah. you're, yeah. Um, but point being is because even if it's, for example, right, about eighty-five percent of mouthwashes contain some form of alcohol. Mm-hmm. That means a, it's going to dry out your mouth, but that also lingers. I don't know if you've ever had alcohol on a really sensitive portion of your body or if you've had it in a cut when you were little. That shit mm-hmm. burns. If you mm-hmm. mouth wash your mouth out with mouthwash, you're probably going to burn the fuck out of the dude's dick. Just mm-hmm. saying. Um, same thing goes for the vaginal canal and the uh, labia, which are the female flaps. Um, mm-hmm. The meat curtains, if you will. <laughs> same thing with the clitoris and things like that, too. Um, Poor canes. <laughs> We've made him throw up several times today. It's fine. He can get over it. <laughs> um, but that is very important. Even the non-alcoholic mouthwashes that do not mm-hmm. contain any form of alcohol will still do that because they contain some form of acid. Um, please do not, for the love of God, for your safety, because you're probably going to get bitch slapped beyond belief <laughs> just from reaction. Yeah. Or you're the, you know you end up horrifically burning your partner because you can get chemical burns from that when it comes mm-hmm. to a very sensitive and porous skin, especially if they're uncut. Um, so yeah, just be careful yeah. or, you know, if you're going to, and you want to be physically abused because can, you know, there's, there's another thing. Yeah. Yes. No. Consensually. Consensually. And it's been approved by, ever. And it's yeah. no, I know. And it's been, I <laughs> shush. And it's been approved by. But both you like people. being spanked. That's different. So that's completely different. Yes. 
So, but but again, there's not there's to me it's a it's a pretty bad turnoff if I'm if I go in to kiss a guy and he's got halitosis up the ass for lack of a better term. It's like no no we're we're done. I mean it, it's just yeah. If you smell like you just ate someone's ass, exactly. Yes, and they that's didn't not a good thing. like clean out super well. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to again. Live near it, me. it all comes down to if you don't, and, and I'm going to throw this out there. But I, we're running over time, but I want to sh- I want to throw this out there too. Hygiene also goes to your surroundings. Okay? Yes. If you've got clean dirty underwear laying around your bedroom, um. You know, you're not going to, it's not very attractive. If you're going to, if you're inviting me over and your bedrooms looks like the inside of a laundry hamper, probably not going to get hard. <laughs> so it's very true. If it's your own space when you're there, that's fine. But if you're going to have somebody come over, clean up. I, I just one last note real quick. Um, my yeah. roommate showed me this study and it was talking about single people's. <laughs> bed sheets okay and i had the same reaction that loki just had when he explained to me that over 75 percent of the male population that is wash their sheets like once a year yeah once a year wash their sheets weekly minimum weekly (laughs) yes you're supposed to do it weekly a week to two weeks all the time Minimal weekly. Strip that bed, clean it. You know, maybe spray some disinfectant on the mattress. Uh, you know, <laughs> if it's a whole it's like, year, I would just burn it, burn the whole thing, burn the whole thing. Start over. Start over. Get a new mattress every year with new sheets. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, oh no. Weekly. Weekly. All yes. right. I think we've. I think we've. Uh, I think we've beat this subject to death. But uh, bottom line is clean out douche. Clean that dick. Brush your teeth. Take a Just shower. Proper hygiene. Just proper hygiene. Proper hygiene. Don't be nasty. Yeah. And, and if Don't you have any questions, or be nasty feel free to reach out. Way. Reach out to any of us. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we're, there's the there's the Discord. There's the Telegram chat. Um, people, we need to be more vocal about this. Like this, this shouldn't yep. be some random topic that we just. It's not you know, taboo. It's not taboo at all. It should just be no. talked about and everyone should just know. Yes. Well, if they, everybody just knew, we wouldn't have to have this podcast. That's very true. <laughs> so, so there we go. <laughs> all right. You have been listening to uh, Off Leash. I am barely normal with me has been. Uh, I am Keynes. I am Loki and evidently Keynes forgot his name. Yes, apparently I did. Apparently I, I forgot his name. I, uh, tune in two weeks. Our next subject is going to be training, kenneling, and discipline. That should be a fun time. Oh, yes. All right. Like how disciplining I like to do to Loki. Ah, Close. well, tune in and you will hear how Loki gets disciplined by Canes. Bye, everybody. Not at all. Not at all.